Girl, let's get this out of the way so we can play ping pong. That is really mostly what we're here for. Yeah, 100%. The podcast has largely been an excuse to facilitate ping pong. No one else wants to play with me. Pole position, mate. Pole position. Let's fucking go! Yes! Yes! Oh, my God! Callum, I have a question. I told you earlier today I thought this was going to be easier. Um, and then you decided it wasn't going to be easier when I told you the answer was a number. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't know how many wins Sebastian Vettel has. That's the question. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. Yes, it no. is. That was the question I decided on on Sunday when I forgot to bring my mic here. That's the question. <laughs> How many wins does Sebastian no. <laughs> Are you kidding? I have. I will, I will take a picture of my screen so you can see that I have the answer pulled up. I will prove it. Oh, my God. But I do need you to give me an answer first. <laughs> Well, first of all, I need to. I know this is like a cliche, but I absolutely <laughs> need to go buy a lottery ticket because I can see the future or the past. I guess I can see the past. Here, is what here I took the answer out. Just unbelievable. That's insane. Okay, um, I can tell you how many Max has because I saw a actually really cool stat. I'm gonna get it wrong by a little bit. Cool, not the question, but Him okay. at, I'm tr- I'm trying to buy time so I can think of every single victory that Sebastian fucking Vettel has. <laughs> But uh, Max and Charles have the same amount of podiums, but wow. Max but Max has twenty four wins and Charles has like six, I think. Yeah, it's low. It's not good. <laughs> That's crazy. Okay, how many does Seb have? <sighs> I'm, also, trying, I'm trying to Tommy WTF one for meeting Seb today. I saw right. it on Twitter. I don't know if it's new. Yeah, congrats to the only respectable uh, <laughs> third of WTF making one. enemies on yeah. Strat two. I, I mean, this is Strat two. By no, the way. seriously, like. And and you know what? We actually should try and have like in a year when this podcast is uh, huge. Like, like no one's listening to it for sure. Still, I mean, but like we're kind of got our, we've got our feet under us we a little a bit more. Yeah, and you know we. I mean, I'm still learning about F1. You're definitely still learning about F1. You know, we become a little more four to ten for sure. <laughs> we'll have Tommy on here, and hopefully he doesn't do his homework. No, we <laughs> need because Catherine Matthew. <laughs> You're both canceled. Is it Catherine? You're Do both bad. You're both bad journalists. <laughs> Moving on. Um, I'm trying to bring this out of my ma- mind palace. Yeah. Um, I'm just th- the first number that comes to mind is 47. Okay. Is that your answer? Or is that just the first number that came? Yeah. To yeah mind? I'm not going to try and. Yeah. Okay. It's 47. You're close. Okay. It's 53. All right. 47 is a totally respectable guess. It's not right. I feel like I I'm being set up right now because. That like statistics, yeah. Like uh, the only the, to me, if you ask like, has Lewis Hamilton hit the hundred mark of wins? I'd be like, okay, well that that's fine because it's just like a yes or no answer. But you're asking me, <laughs> I'm going to act like this was a fair question. Yeah, it absolutely was not. It in does, fact, no. in fact, the correct answer should have been get within five, and I still would have lost. But it would have been like, okay, that's now fair. the question. You're still wrong. Thank 54. you. Fifty-four. <laughs> <laughs> um. I'm going to level with you. What what happened here is it dawned on me, oh, yeah, I need a trivia question. So the first thought that I had for a trivia question is the one that I went with. And then I proceeded to come to your house without a microphone. And I could have taken that time to pick a different, better question. Right. You're talking about what happened last time. I didn't do that. Yeah. I just... Uh, I just... Came, I stuck with this. Yeah, there's it, a lot of reasons, and you know what? We actually we kind of um, make a couple of apologies on what will likely be the next episode or the next following episode. It's an evergreen episode, this, folks. This one is more likely to come out first for, for ease sure. of edit because yeah, yeah absolutely. We're not going to make any. <laughs> we're not going to make any um, uh, uh, any mistakes here. Um, Never have. But yeah, there's a podcast that's coming out. It's an evergreen podcast. We just do a quiz w- drunk with a few of our friends. Corey wasn't drunk. Um, I was drunk enough for the both of us. <laughs> I was DDing, and uh, yeah, I well, it was at my own home, so I, <laughs> I was, didn't. No, I was the designated. Uh, <laughs> is there a word for a guy who talks into a mic that starts with D? Uh, Douchebag, uh, I think, is most people's podcast for sure, <laughs> for sure. But yeah, that one we start off with a couple of apologies um, to, and we're apologizing to no one because no one's listening. We're apologizing to Callum's mom, but yeah, for sure, but. I mean, we have not done a podcast in like a month and a half. We maybe, have our maybe reasons. Two. We have our reasons. I have 
the immune system of a of a dying child for sure <laughs> which yeah. doesn't help of a medieval uh <laughs> medi- medieval boy. of a medieval king <laughs> yeah <laughs> like the jester will outlive me like i just have no shot at all <laughs> um but you know what uh and uh, oh, just one more i guess this episode would have come out pro- two days earlier yeah if Corey had not forgotten <laughs> Basically, the most important piece of equipment. The only he possibly thing that matters. Could. Yeah, the microphone. Um, <laughs> so yeah, but you know what? We're back, and we're a couple days. I'm, I'm gonna assume this is gonna come out on like Friday or something like that. So we're a couple days away from the Azerbaijan Grand Prix, the Baku GP, and we will, we will do a, a react to that on Sunday, right? Should one of us live tweet? No, absolutely. Do we not. have any Moving interest on. in that? No, no, <laughs> absolutely not. <laughs> I might do it anyway, just but to make. Ac- you, I might do it anyway, just to make you mad, Corey. The account has twenty four followers, and it'll get more. So yeah, we're gonna do another <laughs> podcast really soon. We've already committed to it. If Corey can remember to bring the equipment and my health, but this one's more of kind of like a okay. We're seven races in. What's going on with the the championship battle? Who's under pressure at their team? Who's underperforming? Daniel. Uh, what do you think about the layout of the championship? We're going to talk about, you know, should Monaco stay? Um, should other tracks be replaced? What tracks would you want to see if you were to kick one off the off the schedule? But we're going to start with allegedly, apparently, uh, F1's greatest talent, uh, Checo Perez. King of... Mexico? Yeah. Uh, apparently, he is the greatest driver of all time um, after winning the Monaco Grand Prix off uh, a strategy boot by Ferrari. and Play the hand you're dealt, in fairness. And also uh, binning it in Q3 and not allowing Max Verstappen to improve. So, congratulations to Checo Perez. Uh, we might as well award him the trophy right now. But in all serious, Corey, our first question is, is the Checo hype, and there is significant Checo hype, is the Checo hype deserved, and is he genuinely in this title fight? I have a lot to say, but I will let you go first. I'm going to start with the clinical part of my answer, which is that if you look at the standings, he's the only one left who's not Charles and Max. Right. So currently, statistically, yes. And if he keeps up the performances that he's putting in... I don't see that changing because essentially what he's doing right now is exactly what Red Bull wants him to do. Let's just look at his finishing results from the season so far. We've got... I've re- written notes on all these as well, so I will have comments if you do not. We've got a retirement... If, if, you, do, if you don't properly audit his season, okay. I, I will be interrupting. We Feel will, free and to And we chime will in. start with Bahrain. Go. Retired. And by retired, we sort of mean fucked it up on his own. Uh, because he did like the spin was messy. Um, yeah, but that car was the car, that was, car was never going to make it to the no. end. So retirement that's out of his hands. Hold on. We're not done here. Okay. What, what position was he fighting for? He, Ooh, I don't remember that shit. He didn't finish. I don't know. <laughs> Without, uh, Max's DNF, he was fighting for, uh, fourth with okay. Lewis. So wasn't going to have a podium that, uh, that race. Let's okay. move on. Next race. Also fourth. Where are we? Saudi. Saudi. Qualified on pole. Pole position. Threw that away. Strategy screwed him, but, and there's going to be a lot of butts here. Max and the two Ferraris had way better pace. Yep. Moving on. Australia. P2. Are, you, are you just, you're just going to say the, the results? And I wasn't I'll, just going to, it just seems like you always have something to chime in with. So okay, good. Yeah. Know. Say the result and I'll, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll comment. So qualified third, finished second. Yeah. Uh, benefited from Max and Carlos DNFing and was how many seconds off the pace um, do you think he was off Charles? I believe there was a safety car that race. Um, off the top of my head, I don't know. I'll pull it up. 21 oh. seconds, I believe. 20.5. Mm, rounding up to 21. And then George Russell, another five seconds behind him. Mm. All right, moving on. Miami. Yeah. Uh, no, we have Imola first. I missed Imola. Another P2. I have nothing to say about this. Great job. <laughs> <laughs> right behind Max. Did benefit from another Charles uh, uh, mistake. Okay, so I'm, this is the part where I'm going to make like an argument that I, sure. I was going to make at some point in this episode anyway, which is like, you got to race the race that's happening. So it's fine if he's benefiting from other people's fucking up. 
Right, like, but I'm just trying to put his performance in perspective. That's all I'm doing. Right. Okay, moving on. So that was that was Imola. Yeah. Miami started fourth, finished fourth. An extremely underwhelming race. He was behind Carlos battling for a podium position, had way better tires and couldn't get I it I don't done. know how he didn't get that Could, done. I was tearing my hair out. Thank you. Yeah. I, I appreciate I the honesty. I remember that very vividly. I think just that, was, being like, that was a very unbiased uh, comment from you. I appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, like, I don't know. Carlos is having a whole fucking mm-hmm. problem with his season. Um, and also, like, anyone that wants to come at me <laughs> with this, well, you know, the track didn't really make sense. There wasn't a lot of overtaking. Max overtook for the lead of the race. He overtook the fastest car on track. Well, Shove I guess at it. the time, he was the fastest car on track. Shut up. How else did he get an overtake? Spain. Done? Started fifth, finished second. Good race. Good race. Benefited from Charles DNF. Carl, but but bene- generally... An benefited un- from signs going off track and also benefited from Max going off track. Yeah, but an unimpeachable performance on his part. He did what he had to do. It would have been good enough for fourth, I agree. Again. <laughs> people are making mistakes around him. That's... That one... I know that we're taking a long time to get to. Does he... Um, is the hype deserved? The, the rundown's important. The discourse after Spain had me furious. What? absolutely furious everyone was pissed off that red bull used team orders it was an inevitability like max should have got on the radio and said tell checo we can either do this the easy way or the hard way because he was going to pass him and he was going to be embarrassed uh and then he won a monaco which we obviously know yeah and i here here uh, you know what I put this down as a nine out of ten performance. Yeah, I'm, it was real. He was consistent. He was great in practice, great in quality. Undeniable that if Ferrari doesn't throw that in the bin, he finishes P three. It's right. Monaco. It's a procession. I still think, and I'm still pissed about the Q three crash. I'm yeah. not gonna lie. I, I still think though that Monaco is maybe the best example that he's given so far, despite yes. it being a procession. Consistency. It's, it's the, well, and also just. And he was fa- he was faster than Max yeah. up until I believe the final run of Q three. Well, and then also, <laughs> but just in the race itself, like racing in first, like you've been there before. Like keeping everybody behind you, putting the car where he's be like he's he didn't do anything himself to throw that in the garbage. Ferrari was doing it for him, so yeah, like he just sort of kept even head, got through it. Yeah, it was good. Fun, I, fun to see him win. I, I like when people win that aren't <laughs> the same like three people all the time. So I'm a little hesitant to give any kudos for keeping the lead in Monaco when there's no pit stops to be had because. Sure genuinely like when is the last time we have ever had an important overtake at Monaco like the 70s probably yeah. so except that overtake that no further uh, questions your honor the overtake that Seb got on Gasly was pretty cool last year too bad the race direction did not show us it they were going up the hill and it, coming out of the pits and they were like right. almost three wide up the hill yeah which was fucking twisted but um I think so we're looking at all that he's p3 in the standings um Points wise, he is six points back of Charles. He's the only person's really. I know it's a long season, but it's like P four is George Russell at eighty four points. Checo was one hundred and ten. Like Science has eighty three. We'll get to him, but um, we will. It's just one of those things where. So this is tough because I'm going to say something that you're going to object to right away, but let me qualify it. If Red Bull is willing to see if he has it in him, he probably does. If they're not going to just be like, okay, so we've got Max. Max is our guy, and we're just going to go that way, and check out it's been real, but driver number two, please. I think if they give him the space to do it, I think that there's enough there that he could really keep contending where he is now. However, I don't think that amounts to winning and i just think max is faster i don't I, where, what i'm where i'm struggling with this is that where has team orders affected his position in uh the championship race so far the only argument you can make is spain and That's I, what I, I think was, it's the bullshit. biggest argument i think it's bullshit spain. i think it's complete bullshit yeah so unless you believe in some conspiracy that Which some people do yeah oh for sure especially with that red bull seat yeah Unless you believe in some conspiracy that his car is slower or that, uh, you know, they're always putting him on bad strategies to favor Max, then Checo has so far been given enough room. 
And I, I think it's a question if, if he keep, keeps, you know, performing so consistently because, man, like, he has certainly improved this year. Yeah. He this, has taken a step forward no matter if you think he's, like, absolutely. whatever legit means. He's clearly yeah. better. But unfortunately for Checo, that's not the conversation people want to have. They want to have the, is this is his he, season? Is he better than Max now? And, like, he's I'm not. sorry, but I'm going to open the, the surprise at this point. Fuck no. Absolutely no. not. He's not better than Max. Oh, I'm, oh, so Max had one kind of off weekend and still finished on the podium? Chink in the armor. Like, no. Absolutely not. Yeah, no. I Look, I love... I think Checo's great. I just... I don't see what we're seeing on track as evidence that he is on Max's level. And I'm I'm happy for him because yeah. like he's a likable guy, a likable driver. Yeah. And I think it's it like every single driver wants to win Monaco. Good for him. He has that. He can hold on that hold on to that forever. But unfortunately, you are going up against the best driver this sport has seen since like mid 2010 Lewis Hamilton. It's just yeah. It's just like he'd have a much better chance against literally any other driver. It's just, sorry, man, you're on the team with Max Verstappen. You have a really good car, but guess what? He has the same car. Yeah, and while Christian Horner says it's not Max Verstappen racing, it's Red Bull racing. <laughs> it's a little bit Max Verstappen racing. I, I want to end and this. And that's, that's okay. Like teams, <laughs> teams do that. They would not be the first team to do that. Yeah. Like, I just... And I'm not even saying them doing that's necessarily unjustified. Max is clearly faster. Yeah, for sure. Like, I, I want to end this with a little like slight to Checo fans. Are you being honest with yourself? Like, ask yourself that question. Has his performance in the past two years or 1.5 seasons? Do you seriously think he can win this championship? Do you genuinely believe he has a shot? Because to me, sure, he's what 15 points back right now. Um, it's something like that. It doesn't matter. Yeah, that's Max exactly has right. had another full DNF, and the Red Bull is is so good this year that Checo has been in the fight for podiums. So if his car didn't blow up that race, which it didn't, he was able to get P two. Like, yeah, sorry, I man, think- but we're so we haven't had enough of a macro kind of understanding of this season yeah, so far. At the midpoint of the season, if Checo's within fifteen points of Max, we're having sure, a different conversation. Absolutely, but like, guess what? We're seven in. Yeah, yeah. I also think. Um, Checo having a legitimate shot this season, even with that in mind, does have to benefit from Charles and Max having their luck go off the rails. Yes. Badly. Yeah. And like, so far, man, it has. And it right? has. So check like all I'm saying is like if if we're saying on raw pace and no other factors, yeah. is Checo in this legitimately? No. Mm-hmm. Is Checo in it because the universe is fickle and weird? Yeah, I will, sure. I will 100% accept that argument. But guess what? No Checo fan's going to make that yeah, argument. I also think the, <laughs> I think what Checo is benefiting from, especially, is that this is very much a two-horse race right now between Red Bull and Ferrari. Mm-hmm. And when you look at Ferrari's quote-unquote second driver, he's blowing mm-hmm. it. So Can I, right before we go into that, and we're going to talk Red Bull versus Ferrari, yeah. one final thing on Checo. Yeah. I'm sorry I didn't get this out of the way because you're going to make really good points and I, and I really appreciate your opinion. Yeah, thanks. Can you think, off the top of your head, can you think of a legit overtake that Checo has made this year so far? I mean, I'm sure there are ones. I'm sure there are, but guess what? I can think of uh, nine or ten that Max has. Five of them were for the lead of the race. To poke a little bit of a hole in this, um, you're also like focusing more on what Max is doing. <laughs> Let's be honest. So is the I TV can, director. Listen, I can name a di- like direct overtake from any driver this year. Lance. Lance Stroll? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Actually, fuck you, Latifi. <laughs> Pick a Canadian. Tell me who they've overtaken on oh, track. God, okay, I shouldn't have done that. I think I think Lance overtook um, Lewis. Lance has actually had a couple good ones. Yeah. <laughs> I think he overtook Lewis in Saudi. Yeah, Lance um, is Lance, like. And then he would have overtaken Gasly yeah. in Spain if Gasly hadn't. That was actually. It's usually Lance's fault, but yeah. he got booted that, yeah. in turn one. It's funny. This isn't about Lance, but Lance is one of those guys where it's like you can picture the version of every race where something goes his way and everybody finally would stop making fun of him. Yeah. <laughs> but like <laughs> Sneakily has I think three podiums. Yeah. He's also like I think Lance is pretty good. 
I think the, I don't. Well, okay. and I was pulling for that kid so hard. Pretty good as a relative scale. I, I remember. It was, I think it was twenty seventeen. He's been in the sport for so long. Man. He's been in it like almost as him, like him max and Max. Length. Him and it's Max crazy. are coming up on like a decade. It's crazy. Yeah. Um. But I remember like cheer. I was so excited. I was yeah. so pumped for a Canadian because it was the first one since Jacques Villeneuve. Yeah. Um. To be in in. Uh, in F1 now we have two you'd think that was an embarrassment of riches but they it's are an embarrassment an, they are an embarrassment <laughs> that's yeah man fuck okay so anyway. let's move on do you want to get you want to just do Carlos right now or I do you want to okay and then we'll get to Red Bull versus Ferrari because I'm going to preface gonna... this with I own two different Carlos Sainz t-shirts <laughs> yeah. what not... the fuck is happening <laughs> like what I was getting at is that I think something that Checo is benefiting from is a direct comparison to how Carlos is doing, and Carlos is doing poorly. <laughs> so I think you look at Checo, who had taken a step forward already in the car regardless, and point at Carlos and go, well, he's clearly better than Carlos. And Carlos was the one who, for a couple of years now, has had all the hype, like, where is he going to go? Look at what he's doing in that McLaren. Shit is happening for this guy, finally. And then he gets in the Ferrari, he gets now in the best car on the grid and does, despite the podiums, which you would expect in a car that fast, does basically nothing with it and has become best friends with the gravel. <laughs> like, what's happening? I would like, to, and I, I know I don't do this very often, Corey, but I would like to say that I told you so. Because what did I say? What did I say? And the season predictions about the Charles versus Carlos um, debate. Yeah. Charles was always going to whoop his ass. Yeah. And Carlos, I know always. some people were pulling for like, oh, like, they're not going to second driver him right away. We'll see. And I was like, no, Carlos. Carlos in that team for at least the rest of this season, if not longer, is Charles Leclerc wingman. Yeah, for sure. That's it. And he deserves it too. He has lost I, the opportunity. He's putting it in the gravel in testing. Yeah. What figure it out. I like I think there's a lot of um similarities between the driver that Carlos Sainz is and the driver that Checo Perez is. They both don't really have intriguing racecraft. Like they don't make crazy moves. They usually benefit from a lot of DNFs, from really good strategies, and I don't think they have the type of skill that like guys like Max or Carlos or George have that make it so that... Did you mean Lando? You said Carlos. Max, Carlos, and George, but you're talking about Checo and Carlos. Che you, meant, you meant what? somebody else. I'm saying that Checo and Carlos don't have the skill that, that Max, Charles... And George do. You said Carlos and George. Anyway, it's fine. We'll check the tape. <sighs> <laughs> all right. <clears throat> I just want to give you a chance to they, like, say what, what, I'm, you're what saying. I'm saying is that I knew all along that this guy was never going to be a number one driver anywhere. Obviously, if you're at a shitty team and... They're he could not, have been at McLaren if he for, stayed for with the sure. car how it is right now. But like a, a number one driver on a team that actually can win the world championship because you're always going to go up against a generational talent. You're always right. going to go up against one of the best drivers on the grid. And it and seems they, like he's he cracking. He has no it factor. Like he really, really does not. He's a really good driver, decent in qualifying, but makes so many poor calculations and then doesn't have the race craft to back it up and move like through the pack well, easily. And I find that I've actually, that's gotten worse at Ferrari in the last like season and yeah, a bit. And you know why? It's because it's becoming real. That's what yeah. I was saying. Like what? No, I'm agreeing. Cause like at McLaren, I would even argue that like he knew how to pull some fucking moves. Like he had it. Like think about the start of Portugal in 2020. Oh, yeah. Incredible. And he's just yeah. fucking tearing it apart. Yeah. Like he had it. He's lost it. He, I don't know where he put it. He evidently doesn't know where he put it either. And I think, yeah, no, I think it's the pressure of being at Ferrari cracked him early, and that's it. It's game over for him at that team. I think uh, there's been a couple of instances recently um, because obviously he started on the on the back foot, right? Like Charles was leading by a hefty, hefty margin. He knew Max was always yeah. going to be in the fight. And, and also early I, retirements for never sure. help anybody. But what I'm what I'm trying to say is, I think that he was feeling the pressure and the seat. It got late really early for him, and then he tried to force it 
um, at points. And it's, it's very, very evident. And now that's just like, it's a snowball effect, right? Like he's just feeling it even more and more now. And I just, there's no way in the world that he can a compete with Charles or get back in the world championship fight. No. Also, again, I want to revisit the standings just to drive this home for people. Um, Max, Charles, Checo, George, Carlos. Yeah. It's only one point. Yeah. But still. And we agree Ferrari has the best car. Yeah. George is there because he's really fucking pulling some shit. And Carlos is there because he's failing. Where's Lewis? Uh, Lewis is behind Carlos, but it's by a significant points margin. God, I, you just love to see that. You absolutely love to see that. Um, Should we move on? Sure. One thing I'd like to point out really quick, just because I'm looking at the standings, we're all talking about how great of a season Valtteri Bottas is having. Can we give a quick shout out to Esteban Ocon for having 100% almost as many points? Yes. Uh, Abs- absolutely. Nobody ever talks about Esteban, and I feel bad because he's actually good. Yeah. Just- and I think it's a testament to how he's driving this season because I have noticed Fernando way more, right? Yeah. Like he's almost been outshone by Fernando, but is despite Fernando having 20 fewer kind points. of kicking his ass. He yeah. Is handily kicking his ass. <laughs> Absolutely. And I, I feel like Alcon has always had this quiet, like he qualifies eh, and then just shows up in like seventh by, yeah. the, by the end of the race. His long, his long like, stint pace is really it's good. It's the same with Lance. Yeah. Yeah. Lance can have dog shit qualifying basically all the time. And then you're like, you've been on those tires for 80 laps. Yeah. And oh, suddenly you're in ninth. Oh, there's a safety car and I'm in first? <laughs> yeah, wow. Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's move on. So we're, let's talk Red Bull versus Ferrari right now. I want... Everybody's favorite film. I want to... Okay. Starring Christian Bale. Uh, you could have you could have done better with that. As a sentient can of Ferrari. Or Red Bull. <laughs> Whoops. I, I you need to apologize right now. What for misspeaking? No, for in, interrupting me. You love to do that, by the way. I'm yeah, gonna, you ne- you've never done that to anybody. Are you done? I want to make sure that I don't inter- <laughs> interrupt you. Uh, we're gonna give grades to one the collective driver performance, two the team strategists, and then three the car design. And this doesn't mean the livery. It's like just overall how good is the machinery. Uh, we'll start with Red Bull. I'll go first. Drivers, A. Uh, not much more you could ask for. Both have won a race, nine combined podiums in seven races. Yeah. I think it's a solid And that's with a variety of retirements as well. If yes. those aren't there, it's even better. All right. What about you? Because let's be honest, like Max isn't not retiring one of those and finishing like sixth. He just isn't. Yeah. So I would also give it an A. You can give it an A plus just because. There's been mistakes. It's not there. Sure. There's been yeah. mistakes but for it sure. Has to, it, it's an A. Uh, Ferrari drivers. B. And there are plus and minuses. We're we're yeah. using the full. The full I would say B plus scale. I want to okay. give a little bit more to Charles than that. I, I think it's being pulled down by Carlos. I'll tell you that for free. Right, but <laughs> let's just Charles made a pretty horrendous mistake in Imola that cost him a lot of points. And I also want to point out he has lost like a handful at least of battles to Max so far. So he's been awesome. But yeah. he's losing consistently to his nearest yeah. rival. He does occasionally pull it back. Like, they'll have some good, like, back and forth. Sure. But, um, yeah. Yeah. Max does seem to have the upper hand in straight, like, car to car. Um, oh, combat. Outcomes. Yeah, f- for yeah. sure. Uh, you already gave your grade, yeah. right? B plus? Yeah. Red Bull strategy. A plus. They haven't made a mistake yet. And Monaco, technically, they got it right, even though Ferrari got it even more wrong, in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, I... I can't think of any mistakes on the, off the top of my head that are egregious, mm-hmm. so I'm liable to agree with you. I think the only thing that would bring it down from an A plus would be Checo in Saudi, but like he kind of just got it was just unfortunate because of uh, the safety car, right? Yeah, like they just didn't wait long enough. So yeah. I think it's still an A. Sometimes it's just a question of timing, right? Ferrari, go you go first for strategy. This might seem a little harsh, but I I seriously want to give them like a D. Interesting. And the the and this is maybe recency bias, but when you look at an example like Monaco, yeah. you are throwing double podiums yeah. in the garbage. A one-two. You are throwing the best finish you can get. At the easiest procession of the, on the calendar. In the garbage. Yeah. And look, was weather a little bit factor? Whatever, this is your job. Like, 
You I, can't do that. I just, I'll never, I'll never ever forget the stay out, stay out, stay out right at the last minute. It's How like, do you not know Char- what you're doing, dude? If you look dude. at the camera, he's like halfway down the pit lane. Yeah. And they're like, what? What are you doing here? <laughs> Mom, you said you weren't going to be home for another 20 minutes. And it's just like, yeah. And then Red- and you're double stacking? Yeah. And then Red Bull performed the and double stack perfectly. double stacking? Yeah, yeah. By um, accident? You're I'm, lucky you even had tires out. What the fuck are you doing? So I actually, I'm giving them a B minus. Um, I just, Monaco is such a glaring error. You're, you're right. Yeah, that's why the mine rest is had, so harsh. The rest has been average, if not pretty good. I think they screwed Carlos on a long stint one race. Uh, I will, I, I'm going to, I'm going to. Meanwhile, Carlos is out here succeeding better, making his own strategy calls. Devil's advocate. It's really easy when i mean the races that charles have have won have basically been like okay well max dnf'd both times and it's not that hard to uh utilize a you know an average strategy when you're leading the race it's just not right you you have the pick of the litter so maybe my b minus is a little too um favorable but cuts both ways all right red bull car i'm gonna go first here c plus it's the second best car, so that would mean an A on its own. The engine is sick. The engine fucks. But the reliability has just been so, so brutal. You mentioned it. Three DNFs. And then the DRS issue in Spain. We've heard a few times the drivers complaining about not having power at certain times. Yeah. It's just even, not been good. And even because when Checo was panicking about not having power, I forget what race that was. Maybe Miami. Paul, yeah. And... The, the I race, do pay attention to Checo. The race engineer <laughs> has to go, no, you do. You yeah. do. And then no matter who's right, you shouldn't be in that position. Yeah. And Checo ended up being 100% right. Yeah. Because he fell back like seven seconds on one lap. Yeah. And that wasn't in his head. Yeah. But it's one of those things where it's just like, even had the engineer been right, your car shouldn't be doing anything that even makes the driver think yeah. that it's not working. So I I think the reliability is the biggest thing. What did you say? C plus. That seems a little hard to me just because it's so fast. But I don't know, like a B, okay. I guess. Sure. 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 Uh, What's for, a B? For Ferrari, you go first. It's the fastest car, right? I feel like you got to give it at least an A. It's the fastest car. I don't think it's... It's evidently not a perfect car. Um, whether it's, you know being caught out by tailwind <laughs> and just binning it. But I think it, if I have my, if I'm not getting my team names mixed up, it doesn't have the top speed that the Red Bull has. Do I have that right or Correct. right? Correct. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think like they're hampered there, but they've clearly, with those gigantic fucking side pods, they've clearly gotten the arrow absolutely right. One of my notes says the arrow package is sick. Yeah, like they've, that is the part that they've like perfected. And I think that that is paying dividends on most tracks most of the time. But that, like you're saying, with the engine that Red Bull has, like the top speed that they're able to get yeah. is pretty gnarly. But So I'm giving it an A-. Sure. I think, so first of all, yeah, 100%. It is the fastest car. Um, good enough to win a bunch of races. There is that one DNF with Charles. Yeah. We, we have to, I mean, if we're going to talk about three DNFs at Red Bull, we have to talk about one DNF for Charles at Ferrari. I will say the reason why it's not an A for me is because, and and um, the race has talked about this a lot. They're awesome for, um, you know, breaking down strategy and mechanics and just like definitely the most intelligent um, blog slash YouTube page out there. Really, really good stuff. They are simply just running more arrow than the Rebel is because yeah. they're sick in qualifying, so they can they can push that thing to the limits. But Red Bull's uh, race pace has been better, I, I believe, every single race. It seems that way. So, to me, it's also just a bit of what they choose to, uh, you know, how how they choose to implement twist, the package that they have, twist their little. Um, bolts and nuts on the front and, and back wing. Like it's that. And, and you how, know what? How like, many degrees boss? Absolutely. <laughs> and it's working out for them. Yeah. I just think that that's a little there. We're giving a little too much credence to it, especially because we just watch it in qualifying and it's like, Oh, okay, cool. Max has to do an a plus lap to get within Charles. Um, and he does eh, sometimes. Yeah. He's not bad at that max, but yeah, I mean, it's still like really, really good. It's an a minus to me. Yeah, Totally. 
which is maybe a little harsh because I mean it is if we're giving Red Bull a C, a C plus for if I'm giving Red Bull a C plus for having the second best car. Yeah. Then, then what is any other car? Well, but I think expectations also work into it too. Yeah, the, because like, with the like Aston I, Martin's a Q. Like, yeah, like the Mer- yeah, but the Mer- Mercedes I think would get the worst um, grade for me because of expectations. It's a D minus. Right? Yeah, but like, and a car like Alfa Romeo would be like, oh, A for sure. Yeah, because <laughs> they've they've gone up well above and beyond right. expectation. Yeah. And um, then Williams is just like it's still a D. Yeah, Williams is still a D. <laughs> Williams is like you like the the car grade just has to go to Alex. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, like he, for sure. He's the whole team at this point. Like, all right, let's move on. And we talked a lot about uh, Carlos Sainz and how he's under a lot of pressure and it's self-inflicted. But the next topic is what drivers are on thin ice right now. And I think we can both just say yes, Carlos for sure, and move on. It's not that thin, but yeah, it's thin. But like, he could be in a much worse position than yeah. he's currently in. I, and I'm, I'm going to give you the floor here because 100. Yeah. I think we all know who's next on our list and it's, it's Daniel Ricardo. So just just go off King. He has 11 points. Um and I'm going to just you know what? This is instructive. I'm going to read out his results and then I'm going to read out Lando's results. I'm not being petty. This is instructive. It's not all about results, but actually I just want to really drive this home because this is driving me fucking insane. I'm a McLaren fan and I'm so mad all the time. Um Lando's are loading, so uh Bahrain Qualified 18th, finished 14th. Saudi, qualified 14th, didn't finish. Australia, qualified 7th, finished 6th. That was when the team got the package right. Because the first two races, that car basically didn't work. And it really, truly seemed like McLaren was on pace to be a Aston Martin-Williams-style backmarker. That's also when we were panicking about how the Mercedes looked and how it was like, all the Mercedes-powered cars look bad, and all their aero packages look similar. How bad is this going to go? Um, that did eventually improve. So you'd think, oh, he must keep that up. Emilia Romagna Grand Prix qualified sixth, finished 18th, though in his defense, I don't remember if there was an incident that race or not. There may well have been. Uh, there wasn't. An- uh, y- y- there was, but uh, Carlos was on the, uh, right. the negative side of it. I, right. don't, I don't think Ricardo had any damage from that. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, Miami. Because like that was totally Danny's fault, yeah, right? Yeah. And then Miami. Um, qualified 14th, finishes 13th. Spain. Qualifies 9th, finishes 12th. Monaco, 14th and 13th. Let's look at Lando really quick. I'm just going to say his finishing results. Let's save ourselves some time. 15th, car was trash. 7th, 5th, 3rd retirement eighth sixth so points 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 retirement points points a lot of top tens there a lot of top for tens. a card that they believed was on pace with Haas. yeah uh in the first few races daniel has been in the points once and i think the thing the worst part isn't the results because again i know that he's been in the team long enough that the excuses wear thin but if you wanted to make one New car regs is a pretty good one. So even if you wanted to give a little bit of the benefit of the doubt to like, okay, so the car already didn't suit him, relearning a new one. But the one-to-one comparison just doesn't track at all. And if you listen to conversations that he's having with his race engineer, regularly he is in 14th, 15th saying, this is all I have. Mm -hmm. This is everything I can wring out of this car. I am wringing its fucking neck. And he has no pace, and he's miles off of Lando every single race. And a driver of Daniel's reputation and pedigree, um, I know a lot of that was built in the Red Bull years, but it's like he won a race. Uh, he, a couple of podiums for Ren- Renault, Renault right? Yeah, and he won a race last yeah. year. And, I know and was and was good in that race. Yeah. I, know, I, know, I know Max and Lewis like had that huge crash. Yeah, but, but he was gonna win. He that. was gonna win no matter yeah. what. And it would have been Max breathing down his neck, and he was still going to win. Yeah. It was evident. It's not gone. That tells me that it's not gone. But he he doesn't know what to do. And the problem is he already spent a season surprised by how difficult it was to get to grips with the car for his driving style. And every single one of these results 
is just beating it in harder and harder that you're not going to learn this car. And while that makes me feel bad for Daniel because he is probably the most popular, likable personality on the grid. Also just important for the sport as it's expanding. He's very popular. You want to see him succeed. Super likable guy. Um, if we're talking about results, none of that matters. And the bottom line is there's nothing there. He He's incapable in that car of good results. I don't think that you could run the 2022 season for 100 years and get him on the podium. I just don't. Bravo. Listen, Corey, that was that was that was fun. I had a fun time. Nice. I, I I don't know if I can add too much. Other, That's fine. Other than it's getting old, because last you're year, fucking telling me <laughs> last year was like oh the I I'm not familiar with the brakes. Okay, well you had 23 races to get used to it. Okay, now but we but again now we, you're we saw on, flashes of him being comfortable in that season. Yeah, exactly. So he ended up he figured learning something it. out. It's like how in the world are you? So far, be, how are you further behind Lando now with a, with a car that you both are just getting to know compared to last season when Lando had been basically in that car? Because there was no regulation changes other than the, the floor, right? Um, how is it way, way worse? And how does Lando beat you two races in a row where he's in severe pain? Yeah. That was the only thing you didn't really bring up. It was the, like the tonsillitis. Ton- the tonsillitis. Like, I'm sorry, but like... It may not sound like a lot. It's should, a lot. You should be driving it's circles around him. Yeah. I also want to say that when the car was at its worst, um, he did beat Lando that race. If we're not counting the retirement in Bahrain, oh, Bahrain? first race of the season. Oh, who cares? I don't, no, I'm just, I don't care at all. No, I'm just saying the one result <laughs> The one yeah. result where he clawed back anything was the yeah. first one. Oh, when they were literally the worst car? When we were literally last and I was completely like, despondent and gen- crying. Genuinely the worst built car on the grid Dude, that week. I, look, this is not the point of this episode, so really quick before I move on. When Bahrain started, I was sweating so bad. <laughs> I was so nervous. I was like, I was like, they're they're falling down to grid positions that like, how is he yeah. in twenty fourth? That doesn't even yeah. exist. Well, did like, we, did I was we, so nervous. Did we have a podcast? Fuck um, oh because God. I I was I remember I was threatening to just like, because I I said it to your face and you and Colton, yeah, uh, who uh, one of our friends who is Friend a of the McLaren show. fan, and I also gave it to my other buddy who is a McLaren fan, like. You deserve this. You absolutely deserve this. 100%. Like you can't just stroll into uh-huh, stroll into F1 fandom. Pick a pick a likable team and then just be in the race for the championship. Like s- screw you, man. That's what my dad did. Cry a little bit. You know what? I was happy. Now it's not looking bad, but your driver sucks. So. Well, and the problem too <laughs> is so um we can very quickly address the Ricardo contract stuff. Yeah, that's weird because he signed for next year, right? Yeah, well, and there were some comments from Zach Brown that made it sound like maybe there was some flexibility in terminating that, depending on if certain conditions were or were were not met. Um, Now it very much seems like it's up to Daniel if he leaves the team at the end of this season. If he doesn't want to, the team can't make him uh, based on the contract that they signed. Now, I, as a fan of the team and wanting the team to succeed, and a fan of Daniel, like... When I bought a McLaren hat, it's a Daniel hat. I like the guy. Um, I don't think that just chucking someone else in that car necessarily solves this problem. So, I mean, if the team has to ride out another season, if this season continues like it is and we have to ride out another one, fucking okay. Mm -hmm. Because let's be honest, if you put fucking Gasly or Piastri or fucking Colton Herta for fuck's sake in the car. We're not suddenly like in the championship fight. So who cares? Like that's just not how this is going to go. So it's like if we're in with Daniel another year, I would rather give it time because at this point it doesn't matter. We may as well not have a second car right now anyway. So why not give him time? See if like it comes back around full circle. Maybe he figures something out, gets a few good finishes. Cool. Who else is on your list? I Mick for sure. We'll talk about Mick, but like, is Latifi on your list as well? Because that's the only other guy I can think of. Latifi 
Is he on thin ice though? But it's, yeah, but it's weird because he has money. Here's so. the problem. Here's the problem. We don't understand the finances of Williams enough because his dad is certainly bringing a lot of money to that team, but the team does not rely on that money in the way that it did before. Mm-hmm, right. And if they see a marketing opportunity in a young driver, lest we forget, their junior program has Logan Sargent, who is not only successful, he's American. Where is the sport trying to expand? God, Cordy, what a great point. The United States. What a great point. So if you're Williams and you have Alex Albon, who is driving the fucking wheels off that car. And anytime you get a driver that has at least three home games a year. You're going to be rolling in oh. it. Um, so I think uh, Latifi's biggest threat is branding. Um, I don't think it's success because the expectations are so low. Um, do I think Latifi needs to get out of it, out of the seat? Yes. Do I think he's under any more pressure than he was before? Probably not. Like, it's the same thing about saying, like, you can't say that, like, um, Zhou Guan Yu's under pressure. He's been doing seven races. Yeah, and he's also been pretty good. Yeah. He's only got one point to show for it, but he's been better than you would expect. An amendment to the home game. I, it's probably four because he probably lives in Monaco. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if he does. He seems like a pretty... Every, every, every race. Yeah, but I think he's... he's um. He's not F1 yet, but he, maybe he doesn't have that kind of money. Okay, let's let's touch on Mick before we get to what I actually think is going to be the most fun topic. Dude, Mick, you got to stop spending so much money. Yeah. <laughs> Mick, you you're you're costing the like it's not performance-wise because like, you know, it's kind of uh, performance-wise. Well, but Mag, like Magnussen is doing a good enough job at winning back that money with great finishes. He's also driving circles around Mick. For sure. Um, but Dude, you, you got to stop costing the team like $5 million every race weekend. Like, so, they're doing well. You are burying them. I also think that um, Vettel actually said this the other day, something to this effect. I'm paraphrasing. But he was like, essentially, like, give Mick a break with the crashes because we know he's got it in him and, like, it's coming. And it's like, okay, Seb, when? Yeah. <laughs> so, and look, I want to give Mick his due. You don't win F3 and F2 and secretly suck. That's just not how this works. Correct. He's clearly talented. Nobody's disputing his talent. This is not just uh, your dad's Michael Schumacher get in there champ. Sure, that helps, but like he's got talent. He evidently does. Can he show it in an F1 car? Infrequently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I think if it... Here again, I think we're questioning the definition of thin ice... Is a team going to drop Mick Schumacher? Absolutely fucking not. Yeah. There is no chance. You will never survive the onslaught of tweets you're about to get um, if you drop <laughs> Mick Schumacher, certainly after two seasons yeah. in a shit car. Well, better now, but you know what I mean. Like, that first season basically doesn't count. Um, and Gunter Steiner's modeling gig would have been all for naught. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Steiner's ship is going to sink on the weight of Mick Schumacher. But I think the biggest thing with Mick is he's making his own mistakes and he needs to stop making them. And it's not just the crashes, but it's like he'll be in the points for 90% of a race and then just overshoot a corner and then he finishes like 14th. You know what it reminds me of? Uh, George Russell's Russell's first few seasons. Yeah. Um, not as uh, impressive performances in quality and stuff, but like still good enough that you think that if something goes his way, he'd finish in the points. And then it was a couple of seasons of really, really devastatingly bad luck and also just bad decisions, bad racecraft. So, and we, we saw it with George, right? It's just like the pressure just compounded, right? And... When, George was getting in his own head a lot. My God, and and once you add in that loss in Bar, uh, well, I guess it was it was a, uh, what was the Bahrain? Uh, it was called something else. Uh, secure, secure, yeah, yeah. When he once you add that, when in. the team just absolutely bodied him, and, and I will, yeah, and and I will, I'll because he was driving circles around Valtteri, man. Like I'll, I'll put forth that mix secure has already happened. And it's crashing into Sebastian Vettel. <laughs> Dude, I'm glad they're still friends. That could have been Titanic. For sure. I think Seb... Like, Seb's no, an adult. <laughs> Seb, no matter what, like has enough respect for the family yeah. that he... No matter what. Although he, it is funny how that accident happened 
and everybody instantly went, Mick, you're not supposed to hit that guy. Yeah. Like, crash into anybody else. Yeah. <laughs> like, and it's like, it's not like either of them were racing for anything. Yeah. But it's just like, no, the Kay. wand. Anyone, like, <laughs> anyone, anyone else? Or are we moving on? I think we're moving on. Can I give an opposite shout out sure. really quick? For somebody who's on like the thickest ice imaginable. <laughs> Valtteri Bottas just bought himself another like five years if he wants it. Yeah. Holy a- shit. Anywhere, really. Where was anywhere? Well, where was this? We know where it was. It was Valtteri. It's Jamesing away all the time. And he was cracking under the pressure of Lewis Hamilton being your teammate. Or just was like sad all the time. I think he was a little <laughs> weepy. I, I think all yeah. of those things just made him a little sad all the time. But like, I just want to say like seeing Valtteri just fucking thrive has yeah. been really fun. Mm-hmm. And like... They're having fun with it yeah. on the social media yeah. too. And like the finishing results don't always like sometimes he ends up losing a few places at the end. Like Monaco, it happened. I think it also happened in Spain is the one I'm thinking of where like he's on for like almost fourth yeah. sniff in a podium, loses a couple. Strategy doesn't work. The, but car, it's like, the car isn't great with long but stints it's like, either. He's going to get a podium this season, I think. Oh, shit. And okay. It's going to be fucking awesome. All right. Like, I am really pulling for Valtteri, yeah. and he's he's backing it up 100%. Okay. And the, I don't miss Kimmy at all. So, oh, my God. <laughs> I, my post-race naps have been so peaceful, knowing that Kimmy's not not waiting for me next weekend. Oh, fuck. Um, Sorry so, to all the Kimmy fans out there. Go watch NASCAR. Yes. Yeah, sh- <laughs> Or like I don't know, pick. I mean, who's the guy? Who's the guy closest to Kimmy on the grid with um, the least amount of spunk and charisma? Everybody's fairly charismatic now. Like Valtteri's boring and shit, but he's a nah, nice Valtteri, guy, no, and he's Valtteri like also ch- knows how to charming. play it up. He's now. charming. Like he knows what to do. Sure. Um, yeah. Who's the least charismatic person on the grid right now? We got a lot of good guys. I ser- dude, a- losing losing Raikkonen and Matsupin at the same time was such a win for the morale. Oh my god! Yeah, because like seriously, like I'm I'm looking at every name here, and it's like no, nah, like Latifi has like two bits that he does, but everybody loves him. I'll never get over how Kimmy fans are just like Joe's pretty cool. How could you hate him? Don't you love the way he is an asshole to everybody? People poorly. By yeah. the way, talk about interrupting. My God, I can't get to a single punchline today. Was it a punchline? You're so annoying. All right, moving on. <laughs> so Monaco just happened, and every single time we go to Monaco, it's like, should Monaco still be on the calendar? It's too tight. The cars are too big. It's just like, yeah, man, but it's still fun. It still looks great. So on the topic of Monaco's future being up in the air, and you can name it, but what tracks would you remove from the current calendar? And if you nominate a current track for the death penalty, you must replace it with another track okay speaking of the death penalty saudi arabia <laughs> <laughs> see i got to the punchline quicker turn into so a golf you couldn't course. interrupt me um gosh we should do a full podcast on live golf <laughs> on the <laughs> bonus sound. golf pod. absolutely <laughs> so well i'm just gonna i'm gonna name one and then you name one i name one you name one uh how many tracks do we want to cut off <laughs> you can do whatever you want you're ba- basically making your Pref, like preferential calendar but okay. we're talking we're taking off the worst ones uh, I'm just going to say right away it's happening but Saudi Arabia can switch with Saudi Arabia and then we can take that one out too but I think it's going to be sick though I think I that track's going to be sick actually, and, and this, by the way this has nothing to do with political I actually can't picture the layout of the new one I can't either but I've been told it has it's going to have 50 turns oh yeah it's that one <laughs> right <laughs> So I'm intrigued. So, I'm intrigued. So, so sure. right away, we're replacing Saudi uh, with Jeddah Saudi. with whatever else. The other one. Because Jeddah is just a nightmare. It's not like, it's a bad track, but it's also just genuinely dangerous and scary. Yeah. And like, it's one of those things where it's fine to like, we're making the ethical argument, but also if every... I'm, I'm not making the ethical argument. No, no, no. Argument. But what I'm saying is if every... We're making that one, and then on top of that, if every driver on the grid goes, <laughs> hey, this is too dangerous, I'm fucking terrified, yeah. and it's their job to be terrified, maybe it's too dangerous. Yeah. Like, yeah, anytime an F1 driver goes, mama, I'm going too fast, yeah. it's not good. <laughs> it's not good. Okay, you go. Okay, so... So we've already axed Saudi Arabia. But, but by the way, this is not... Like, if one of us makes a decision, yeah. th- that's the decision. We have to live with it. Okay. Like, we're in this together. Yeah, we're so in this we're, together. we're taking... I'm going to take another easy shot here. Okay. Because it's new. Uh, Miami did not impress me. Get rid of oh, it. Oh, no! 
Oh, I take it back. This is your own calendar. This okay. is not my calendar. Okay. I loved Miami. Okay. I I could live without it. And you know what I would like to see? Okay. Um, This is the... I had to rack my brain about this for a while. I was talking about this earlier. It was one of the ones that I picked that's like off a board. But um, you want to keep a race in the States. They're trying to expand there. I don't think Miami should stay. Oh, so, I know what you're going to. And yes, absolutely. Yes. Why not go to Laguna Seca? Oh, never mind. <laughs> what? Uh, Laguna Seca is fucking awesome. I've never seen it before. There is this. There's a turn that's basically like a corkscrew. Oh, and I it have goes seen downhill it like that. Yes, I have seen. Do you don't want to see an F1 car that's, fucking do that? That's dangerous. First yeah, of all, what it would, is. What it's the, cool, what, dangerous because there's runoff. What would the floor on the F1 car have to look like for it to be able to actually take that? Turn? We'll fucking find out. Oh, okay. You know, it what, would Corey? be sick. I'm back, baby. I'm back. All right. And drivers have asked for that, so I'm all for it. Speaking of the U.S., uh, we're up to five U.S. races right now because. Ew. We're either giving Spain an ultimatum, either change the final chicane, yeah. or we're going back to Indy, baby. We're going back to Indianapolis. Why are you not pumped for that? That's the one I thought you were going to say. I've never seen an F1 race there. You've also never seen an F1 race at Laguna Seca. Yeah, but I can picture it because Indy race is you, there. Indy guess did, what? Indy does the oval. Guess what? You don't need to picture an Indy race because it's on YouTube. Checkmate. <laughs> no, no, no. But what no I'm, further questions, Your Honor. <laughs> what I'm saying is, like... I don't, I can't even, I don't know what the Indy road course is like, so I'm not that excited about it. Well, you can find out. No, because like the Indy 500 is cool, but like F1's not going to do an oval, so like, what? I don't know. Why? Okay, but hold on. I would never advocate for the oval. No, I know. But that's it, what it's I'm more saying. Of a, it's more of a, no, but what I'm saying is, an L the shape. reason I didn't react is because when you said Indy, I couldn't picture it because I pictured an oval. Okay. And then I had to go, oh, right, there's a road course there. Right. Okay, next up. Okay, so so right now we've already said goodbye to Spain, Jeddah, and you asked Miami, which is just so disgusting. <sighs> oh, you're gonna have to live with it. Um, I that actually, was a, that was a good race. Okay, that was a genuinely good race. I think you could also do a good race at like in a second. I think you're you've been spoiled. Okay, maybe. Um, B pluses won't do it anymore, folks. I'm not gonna be the person who takes Monaco off, so that lives for now. Okay, then it's going to live because I'm not taking it off I don't want to take it off. I like Monaco. I like Monaco a lot. Yeah. Okay, great. We I, don't, I don't care that there's no passes. I like looking at the buildings. I like looking at the chicane pools and yeah. stuff. I don't know. That was stupid. Go on. God, a lot of these, <laughs> a lot of the tracks in the back half of the calendar, not going to lie, pretty sick. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We like, fi- finished strong. There's not a lot of fat on the yeah. lineup right now. There really isn't. And God, I can think of one right now. I think th- if I had to if take off if, another one. It's probably Hungary. Oh my God! What? You're missing one. You're missing one. What? France? Yes. Well, I was literally about to say you don't we, like fr- you 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 like France. We had a good race last year. I would be curious to see how it went. It's the Miami argument. What's your point? I don't think we had a good race last year. We did. I think there was just an overtake for the lead. I remember it being good. Yeah, but you were still on your high of just joining F1. To be fair, sure. Um, <laughs> But okay, well, it's coming off next. So what do you want? Okay. You want to take Hungary off? Which, by the way, is a, that, that's horrendous. That that tracks that track fucks. Okay, uh, you're now the setup being, of turn one, two, three, and four. I don't of look, overtaking opportunities. Are we trying to do an interesting podcast? Just say no. Just say I have no further tracks to take off. Then why you got to fuck it up? You take Miami and Hungary away from me. I thought this wasn't a shared list. I just wanted. To, okay, replace it with something. Go. I was gonna put Hockenheim in there. Good. Yeah. Hockenheim's cool. I agree. Great job. All right. I have two more. Hell, I'd fucking take off Silverstone, but people fucking ride. Oh, my that. God. It's flat. It's, it's, it's <laughs> flat, he says. <laughs> Tell if I'm being serious or not. You can't. Okay. You can't. You won't. It's not For that. the record, not, I like hung- For it being on a, a an airport space. Yeah. For, it's not that flat. There's For the record as well, <laughs> I... I it's like pretty, it's pretty flat. <laughs> I like Hungary. It's just if I'm mixing up the calendar, this is how I would do it. Okay. This is not a dislike of Hungary. All right, I have two. Okay, so great. we're taking France off and uh, replacing it with different France. We're going to no, we're going to Sepang, Malaysia. I've never seen a race Unbelievable there. track, unbelievable track. Undulation, two crazy long straights, high speed corners. It's really 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 good and super wide too you can take a no, bunch of okay, you just took the question out of my mouth because i was gonna say is that the really narrow track what track am i thinking no. of that's in asia that's really really fucking narrow and like scary 
Like a car. There was an incident with a car that like fucking flew into the air. It's a street circuit, right? Yeah. Which uh, one is that? F1 doesn't race there. That's like F2 and F3. Oh, is it? Okay. I don't think it's a suit. I don't think it's a Because when you said Sepang, super... I pictured that and then I'm like, no, that's not right. So. No. Yeah, Sepang. Whichever one Sepang, I'm thinking of. Sepang is unreal. Okay. Unreal. Malaysia, right? And then finally, um, I'm yeah, it is Malaysia, yeah. correct. Um, finally, I am bringing back the Russian Grand Prix to Axit. Okay. So you so just want an excuse that you're adding a race. Technically, no. Well, technically, it was on the calendar this year. It's right. no longer, but it was because they want 23 races. So I'm bringing back the Russian Grand Prix to move it to a country that has zero human rights issues: Turkey, Istanbul. We're back. If um, they don't kill journalists, nope. Um, if I could do like an alternate universe version of the same move, where it's like Russia's back. Just kidding. Yeah. Um, I was pulling for Portugal to get it back because I want it. I want it to get another chance, right? Because I like that circuit a lot. Yeah. Um. And so you're taking off uh, Brazil, I'm assuming. No, I was taking off. Uh, I'm you're doing an alternate Canada. universe where it's like well, I, was I mean, taking yeah, off Russia and just putting mine. If you're gonna take yours. Hungary off, I like Hungary. I was just trying to make and conversation. Miami. Miami, it's kind of like. I was trying to make interesting conversation. It's kind of like your toddler made one mistake, so you beat him with a belt. <laughs> Stop. The problem is. The tracks that they've added recently Sorry, or, are too, or her. The tracks that they've added recently <laughs> are too good. But it's like I would like Imola's back and Imola's fucking sick. I don't want to take that off. Like Okay. Uh let's end the pod on this. I like Hungary. I am once again jealous of your newfound F one fandom because it seems like every season, and this is your third season, you get to watch a bunch of new tracks. So how excited are you for Canada? Um, what else have you not seen? Oh, and Japan. Those are the two. And Singapore. I'm really excited about Kay. Singapore. So I just got a text okay. from the lawnmower people that were supposed <laughs> no to pick up my lawnmower. Uh, you know how I was joking about how like they were going to be like, yeah, it rained so we couldn't come pick up your lawnmower, which is the stupidest fucking answer ever. Sorry, tomorrow it rained. <laughs> <laughs> is that all it says? So, sorry, tomorrow because of the rain. Oh my God. That's awesome. That's so fucking lame. Um, I know, like, I'm not around tomorrow, man. Yeah. You planned your day around being around now. Oh, my God. But yeah, I and have, also, don't tell me it's 740 fucking 9. Yeah, that sucks. I, got, I raced home to be at, here at 6 o'clock. No yeah. one else is listening. But yeah, you, know I, what? Uh, you know what Andy's small repair in Richmond? Andy's nuts. You're going to keep that in? We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, no, I haven't seen. So I haven't seen Canada with a live race. Yeah, I haven't seen Singapore or Japan, and I think those are all going to be sick. I know that Singapore doesn't have a great reputation with some people. Um, it's like like it's like Monaco for me. I like looking at it. I like it. I think it's cool. I also think I definitely have an affinity for some circuits because I like driving them in the video game. Uh, <laughs> Singapore is a good example of that. But um, no, I cannot fucking wait for Canada. And not just because we're Canadian, but like that circuit is so good. Yeah. Like it's beautiful. Holy it's shit. It's absolutely beautiful. And, the like, fly perfectly situated. The, fly like, o- the flyovers are oh sick. Oh my God. They're probably the sickest flyovers of, flyovers of the year. I can't because wait. Because you look down and all you see is forest. I know. And then there's a little bit piece of the track yeah, and you're and watching cars. the car. Yeah. I've watched and then, old and then, broadcasts of races and just a, to get that. On the, on the back straights too, the yeah. final two yeah. uh, straights are the only like long straights. Um, the way that like it's, you got the forest and the fans on the left and then the lake on yeah, the right, on the, the, river on, the river on yeah. the right. It's beautiful. It's ab- absolutely beautiful. And, and, and one of the best chicanes well, in, and I was in about, all I was about to say, it's, F1. It's one of the few chicanes that sort of like justifies its existence because it like yeah everyone's crashed into like, it <laughs> like, uh wall of champions justifies existence and like yeah. monza t1 or chicanes where i'm like you got it dude like yeah um but no i cannot fucking wait to see and then who, honestly that the second chicane at monza as well yeah. um i can't wait to see who bends it into the wall in canada i can't wait to see that run into the big left-hander at the start uh right-hander technically actually yeah um i i'm so excited um and then, yeah, Japan is going to be crazy. It's obviously not for a while, but like... Yeah. And also, you got to wake up really... Or you got to stay up. Yeah. I think that's a 1 a.m. race. Yeah, but it's one of those things where it's just like... Like, the S's. 
got to yeah. be sick. Like crazy. I'm really excited about that. Um, definitely being spoiled with the new tracks. Um, and then like, there'll be even more next season, which just seems like egregious almost. Cause like Vegas. Oh my and God. Right. And what else? At least Vegas. I'm yeah. sure. I would not be surprised if like France or Monaco don't make it out of this season alive. Um, I'd be extremely, extremely surprised if Monaco doesn't, uh, I feel like the rumor mill is just churning at such a high rate that it makes me wonder if somebody knows something. But I do think that dropping Monaco would be like an egregious mistake. Yeah, for sure. Like, again, it would be like um, NASCAR saying, oh, sorry, we don't do the Daytona 500 anymore. We just don't. Like, yeah, it's like <laughs> Indy and Monaco. Yeah. Like, that's the weekend. Yeah. You watch Monaco and then you watch Indy. Yeah, I mean, like, I don't because I can't be arsed to watch anything no, other than but, F1. But it, but, would, but it would be like Indy just going, sorry, we're, we don't do the Indy 500 anymore. It, it'd be like, like the NHL not doing the Winter Classic. Right. Like, it would be... Let's just keep going. Just a colossally bad idea. It, it would be like this, the, the NFL not doing Thanksgiving. It would be like the NBA not playing on Christmas. It would be like... Uh... Mm. Sick the landing. <laughs> I oh, oh well, I mean, okay, it wouldn't be like, okay, this is a little too far, because, but I'm just going to say it. It would be like the uh, PGA Tour not going to Augusta. Well, right. I guess the, it's not the PGA Tour, but it, it would be like, it'd be like not having the Masters. The MLB was like, no, more, it's not, no more October baseball. We just, we cut the season. Playoffs are in June. That's good. Let's just keep going. Let's keep going. Um, it would, it would be like, uh, 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 FIFA not going to uh, horrible horrible countries. Uh, countries. Yeah, it would be just like that. Yeah, it would be like um, uh, it would it would be like the professional bowling association not uh, having events in malls anymore. We were about to make a very similar joke. Oh yeah. Where I was gonna say it would be like if um, the bowling league didn't let you ask who do you think yeah, you are I, I am I, anymore. That was the first thing I thought about when I, <laughs> I brought up bowling in my head. It would be like if you couldn't call cornhole cornhole anymore. <laughs> okay, now we're just getting silly. 